Welcome to the Sooner Surge on a night where the wind's howling, storms storms are blowing through Oklahoma, but there's a major storm going nationally. Uh, let's hear about the storm that's getting ready to happen nationwide, guys. Yeah, I'll get it started. Uh, Surge Sports Network, uh, at the time you're watching this, is uh, now live, so... Uh, if you're wondering what is Surge Sports Network and what this means for the Sooner Surge, nothing's changing with us. Probably, actually, the only thing change, changing is more content from us. Uh, we're going to continue with Double Take. That's not going away. Not going to happen. Uh, we'll continue with Smoke Rooms if there is smoke, and we'll continue with the podcast. Uh, we will all, uh, me and Brody, and then Jackson as well, We'll have uh, content out often on the Surge Sports Network. And uh, the reason why it's not called like Sooner Surge in there is we're wanting to expand nationally. We want to bring in the next generation of journalists and broadcasters to write for us to cover their favorite teams from across the country, whether it be an NCAA team, NFL, NBA, or MLB. Uh, there's a spot for you. Uh, on our site, there's that uh, want to join our team button. You can click that, and it will take you to a Google form. Uh, fill out that Google form, and we'll get back to you pretty quick to uh, schedule an interview uh, to go over your uh, writing and all that to get you set up on a uh, team of your choice. Uh, yeah, Brody, you got anything else for it? Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, again, the whole goal of this is to go nationally um just another place a good place for us to put our articles um whether it be about Oklahoma Sooners which I know pretty much all of our following right now is Oklahoma Sooners fans but we're gonna have anything when it comes to Oklahoma City Thunder Boston Red Sox Chicago Cubs whatever it may be um and then again like Hunter said nothing changes with the Sooner Surge so if you think maybe now we're Surge Sports Network that's just our website um Surge nothing will change uh you'll see more double takes on the website um, so, again, if, if you want to find our double takes, our smoke rooms, our podcast, all of that will be on Surge Sports Network. Um, there's a whole page for all of our Sooner Surge content. Uh, and then our team here, Jackson, obviously, he'll be writing about OU Sports. For us, me and Hunter, we will be writing about OU Sports. I'll be writing about Thunder. Jeremy is going to be our lead editor uh, on the site. And then Jason will continue to be our uh, production manager. So uh, we're really just excited to go ahead and get this thing started as we feel like, you know, this is kind of our next chapter as a group. Um, and, yeah, we're just excited to get started, start grinding out some content um, on the Surge Sports Network. So make sure you go check it out if you haven't yet. Uh, sign up with your email so you get notified anytime we post an article, podcast, or whatever it may be. Yeah, I mean, I want to say Hunter and, Hunter and Brody, thank you guys, because I know you guys worked hard for this. And I know we are all grateful for all the supporters we've had since day one. There are probably so many guys that were even here whenever we were with OU Sports Roundup. And I know Jason, Jeremy's on that some and Brody. That seems like forever ago, honestly. It does. And it wasn't even it wasn't even let's see, I think that was August when we started that, right? Oh gosh. No, that was like twenty twenty one. Yeah, we started that right after Lincoln left and then we took, yeah. we took a long break and then we That's uh, right. Then we took yeah. Sooner Surge in August, and then we expanded That's more, right. and, then, and now we're here. So uh, yeah. I think all of us are just glad yeah. to kind of get started with this. Well, yeah. I'll just, sure. I'll well, just, I just want to finish off by saying thank you guys to everyone. I know we've reached 100 subscribers on YouTube. That's a big achievement, and we plan on growing even more. Just like Hunter and Brody said, we want to take this nationally, not only for Oklahoma Sooner fans, but for if you're interested in any sport. Yeah, and I, I would say that the, the heart behind all of this is just watching, I mean, as me and Jeremy here, seeing y'all three wanting to pursue that career in journalism, and you've had that outlet to put your articles on different places, and just knowing as a, as a group that, that y'all can do it yourself. Like, y'all can have the site, y'all, and y'all did, Hunter and Brody, I mean, the site looks amazing. Uh, first off, it looks great. I mean, I think anybody that looks at it will think that. So I just think it's great that we can have this outlet for people all over the nation that are kind of in your shoes. They're wanting to go to college at Iowa, and they already started writing, but they have nowhere to put their articles. I mean, this is going to be great for people like that who are really wanting to start their portfolio while they're in high school. So, 
Yeah, this thing really started pretty quick. We had that, uh, we made the decision to try something, uh, I guess, Monday night. And now it's by the time you're watching this, a short week later, it's finished. Uh, another thing on the site, every podcast is there from the first episode of Sooner Surge to now. Spotify only episodes are there with the Spotify link. And then from episode, I think, 30 or so. Uh, to 50 where we are right now have the YouTube link as well also under the description if there is one for that episode there is a link that you can click uh, if you're not aware we are not paid from this site we all have jobs me, Brody, Jackson we go to school and work part time Jason and Jeremy they work full time jobs as well as this podcast so we are not paid we're not going to put out paid content. We don't think that's what we need to do. But if you feel inclined and decide you want to, there's a link there that you can click. It'll take you to our red circle and you can donate either a one-time payment or a monthly payment that it sets up automatically for you. Don't feel that you have to. This is 100% up to you as a listener, viewer, any supporter to decide to do that we don't expect the money just wanted to tell you guys that it is there that link is there if you feel uh the need to donate to us yeah and how you guys can help us as viewers is really share about uh our site uh, with people you know like they said nothing's going away this is only becoming bigger and better uh so everything we've done will still be here we would love for you guys to share this with friends we've had a lot of people just recently that came on board and subscribed and did not know about about Sooner Surge. So this has been an organic uh, growth. It's not something that we've manufactured ourselves, and we're not going to manufacture this ourselves. This is something we want, and we, we decided to provide, and now we have opportunities to, again, impact future journalists, which is kind of our mantra, uh, how we can be the next generation of sports journalists and how we, as Surge Sports Network, can provide that for young upcoming journalists, which it, with the digital age, uh, journalism's not going anywhere. Uh, journalism's here to stay. There's so many forms of journalism. It's not just paper, pencil. Uh, that's not it at all, especially the new age, but there is still some of that. So again, share about our site. That's what we would love most. Yeah. Uh, again, Hunter mentioned all of our podcasts will be there. All our articles that we've ever written, um, whether that be me, Hunter Jackson, Traber's written some, Jeremy's written some, they're all on that site. Uh, so you can find all of it there. Um, but I think we kind of touched on everything about this big announcement again. Uh, it, you need to go check out Surge Sports Network. It has everything on it. Um, great site. Uh, the, any sports team you like, we got it on there right now uh, in term, or we plan to get it on there. Because like Hunter said, we want to get uh, all the SEC teams on there so we can have uh, full coverage of that. And again, just expand nationally. Um, but today, I think we can kind of start with uh, uh, start this podcast off with talking about OU softball. Uh, what, what was the score? 14-0 against the number 14 one? 14-0. 14-0. Yep. That's crazy. Dominant performance. And, hey, me and Jeremy both called this on the last episode. Oh, yeah. On the bases, weekend preview. I think I said it first and Jeremy agreed with me. A run rule was in hands. You saw this as a team that suffered a loss. And usually whenever OU suffered losses over the last couple of years, they have a tendency to respond for a long time extremely well. And to be, quote-unquote, the number one team in the country, which I don't think they are after the performance they showed today. But, I mean, to just go out and win 14-0, to I don't know if that's that, that's incredible. I mean, Well, wasn't I, it the last time we played UCLA where we lost yeah. and then yeah. run ruled them? The I was there. So I got the experience yeah. on the first hand. Yeah. Yeah, you're right, Jackson. Uh, Braden and I both said that we shut out all weekend. We were wrong in that. We allowed some runs yesterday. Uh, but the shutout of the number one team, I don't think there was any question. That Patty Gasper's <coughs> leadership is ridiculous. You knew she was going to feed the locker room with this number one, not being number one anymore. But And then you had Jen Schroeder, right? Some comments. Did you guys see that tweet from her? Yeah. Oh, like, this team is not going to be as dominant. And I think it was Seth Oliveris that put that together with the, all the home runs from today about how she was saying they're not going to be a strong power-hitting team. And they were just bombing. 
Kenzie Hansen in the lineup changes things tremendously. She's not just the heart baby of the team. She's a great leader, but, man, she's got a bat, too, and behind the plate. And Soraka was great. I mean, I, I mean, yeah, I kind of think – I kind of think Soraka might be the best pitcher on the staff. You know, I mean, I can agree with that because I it's right now the two best pitchers on the staff are undoubtedly are Nicole May and Alex Soraka. Yeah, and then coming from me, Hunter, you know that yeah. Jackson. Uh, yeah. I, I told you that uh, but, but game I'm, one. I'm gonna say right now, Nicole May and Soraka are the hardest pitchers on the team. They're pitching the best. Yeah, yep, they are. I don't know when they're tested again. They won't. I mean, obviously they're going to be they number got, one ranked. They they got Kentucky in a home series in like two weeks, I think. Yeah. This is all. This is all going to come down to this year. Is all going to come down to the end. You know what it is, and it's all going to come down to if the, and and we've seen it in years past where they they don't buckle under the pressure. But the pressure for them to win another national championship, it's either that or bust with this team again. So when you get to those playoffs and everything in the tournament in the World Series, that's when the pressure really mounts. So we'll see how they handle that aspect of it. Right, me, but it's really the only thing for the season, in my opinion. That's well, you know, yeah, well they're going to be. They they say a lot that pressure makes diamonds. So hey, who, yeah. who's going to beat them in a three game series, Jay? I I don't think anybody will. But what I'm saying is the pressure. It's all on them to win or lose. I mean. They should win it, right? Does anybody agree they should win another national Yes, they should win yeah. the championship. I mean, so, but it, it just doesn't always happen that way. So, that's all I'm saying. When you're way more talented than everyone else, though, it's pr- and this isn't a sport where there's a ton of parity, guys. Yeah. Uh, I think I – think- I mean, this run of the Oklahoma Center softball team is like the Bulls of the 90s. Like, yeah. Yeah, it, but let me ask you unreal. this. Or the, uh, like the Golden State Warriors, too. Yeah, but let me ask you this. The Alabama pitcher, I can't think of her name off the top of my head. Montana Fouch? Yes. Is she somebody that could just shut you down two out of three games? That's all I'm asking. Like, is she that good? Yeah, she can shut people down two out of three games. Hey, like, when you look at OU's lineup, Jay, like, our nine-hole hitter would be, like, a leadoff hitter on pretty much any Alyssa This entire team bat so well that there's not a weak spot in the lineup. And what's crazy is that the bench is full of girls that should be starting oh, at yeah. elite level college. Well, softball, I, mean, so. I mean, you look at a girl like Sydney Sanders, she struggled this year, but she was an all American last year. Well, right? here's the thing. Here's the thing about softball. You got some of these people. I mean, they don't leave early. They're going to be there four or five years. I mean, so when you get well, them and they're playing as freshmen, you got them for four years. I mean, and we, we talked yesterday on the weekend preview, Jackson, uh, with Braden and you about Haley Lee hasn't really been great. And she, what'd she go today? I mean, she, I know she went yard. He hit a home run. Yeah, I mean, so they're they're loaded top to bottom. Burrito's unbelievable this year. She's by far been the best hitter on the on the team so far. Well, well, now we're now Jada Coleman starting to come to life. Now you see her starting to get the and Jenny, and she she's the she's the energy player on the team. She's the leadoff hitter. Yeah, yeah. Hey, so that that wasn't a surprise. Uh, maybe what was a surprise though was what happened in the Hilton Coliseum yesterday, guys. Before we start talking about this, after watching that game, I think me and, and maybe some other people on this podcast owe a public apology to Jacob Groves. I have bashed him. Earlier that game, I said, why is Jacob Groves even in the game? But, man, Jacob Groves is the reason we won that game. Jacob Groves is that guy, I'm telling you right now. The shots he was making that game, I never seen him make those shots. I mean, he oh, – hey. oh, well, well, the question They were is, wide open. Is, not oh, all of them, buddy. Yeah, Jay, no. you didn't even watch the game. the game. So Jay, he's been missing. He's yeah. been missing wide open shots all year. Is, the the real question is: Does Jacob Groves get drug tested? He no. should. I yeah. That was like he an does. episode of The Twilight Zone or something. Jacob Groves, the best player it's on the basketball. floor. Basketball. That's what happens in basketball. Sometimes guys get hot. You know how many times I've sat there and said, Porter, get Jacob Gross back in the game. That was the first time all year. He was playing hey. like that earlier in the year, though. He was. Well, the yeah. Texas game was the only the other Texas game. game. Look back the Texas game. The whole first half of the year. Dude, he, was. he scored more the points first half, Jay? in his last nine combined. Before conference, he was really playing well. 
Well, it's before conference. It doesn't yeah, matter. it's before it's conference play. Hey, I, Brody, you're right. We owe we owe it a public apology, but I don't think it's a Jacob Groves. My, the public apology coming from me is Porter Moser. Listen, yeah, I, I questioned even yesterday with Jackson and Braden. I questioned. We both did. Kind of, I said a ten percent chance he stays. That he's here next year, but hearing him in the post game, man, I kudos to that guy. He, yeah, and also he's drawn every every ounce of energy and effort he gets from these guys, and yeah. that is the epitome of a coach of a good coach. So I, Jeremy Lusk, apologize to Porter Moser and how I've kind of ripped him. Uh, there are some games maybe he deserved it, but man, the, yesterday just how he coached and how, what he got from that team was unbelievable. And guys. You don't want to hear it. I know we talked after the game. If they beat K-State and then TCU at home and win two in the, in the Big 12 tournament, they're dancing. They're dancing. No. They're dancing. You have to win the tournament. No, you win two in the Big 12 tournament and your last two you're in because guess what? That two is going to be exactly West Virginia and the one seed. You're going to be playing likely the one seed. They have too many quad one wins, Jay. Yes. Hey, we had two wins last year, didn't we? If they win, it was different, Hunter. We got one. 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 I thought thought we had to play a play-in game to play the one seed. Last year, we didn't have as many quad wins. Last year, it was only nine teams in the tournament, so it was all messed up. What are the the rankings in the Big 12 standings the last three teams? What are their records? Like four wins, three wins, three wins. Or four, 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 four. The, three, all, the three, only three, way, there's three. only one way OU gets in, is if somehow the they finish ahead of West Virginia and Texas Tech. And that is, if OU wins out, if OU happen. wins out, and and Tech and West Virginia lose out, they're ahead of Tech, buddy. If I, I hope if you if, that. if yeah, the only chance of making the tournament. Hey, 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 I don't Chase care where they play. Kansas in Allen Fieldhouse, they're losing. I, I I don't care. We have to win the tournament to get in. I'm with Kansas State has lost one game at home, so we can't even get ahead of ourselves. Yeah, listen, Iowa State lost one game at home. What? I understand the apology, Jeremy. I get it. But you, you and Brody, right now, I mean, I've never seen anybody switch on like a. Y'all just switch like this. It's like they can make the tournament now. They beat one game. They can make the tournament. They can. Who did they play before Iowa State, Jeremy? Tech. The worst they won that. They lost. lost. Right. That is a great – Tech should be in the NCAA tournament. They 100% deserve it. They are a Jay, – Well, the entire conference should be in the NCAA tournament, but that's not going to happen. Hey, Jay, should we have beat Tech? Just Bama and put every Big 12 team in. Jay, should we have beat Tech? Should have doesn't matter to me. So, is there a chance we can win out, Jay? There's always yes. a chance. Okay. That's, I mean, that's all we so, need to know. If you win out and you win two, you're in. No doubt about it. What, no, what's OU's record right no now? No doubt about it is why yeah, I want. Yeah. There is no doubt about it. Because you what's know what? OU's record. We beat the best team in the country. We beat the best team in the country. Jay, what's OU's record? We're going to get this fixed. What's OU's record? 16 and 15 if you can win out. 16 and 15 if they win out. You can ask him that question. Okay, get Joe Lenardi on. We'll get him this week. Yeah, I'm Joey sure he's got spare time. I'll get, get Joey the... Brackett. You ask him if OU wins the last two in our area. Okay, I'll, I'll definitely ask him that. Jay, what's He'll our record? Say you're kidding yourself. What's our record right now? In the conference? 14 to 15, 4 and 14 12 in conference. overall. Okay, Jay, are you the same guy who said OU was in at 7 and 11? Guaranteed. Yeah. Yeah. So, so what's wrong with 6 and 12 and two wins in the Big 12 tournament? 7 and 11 is better than 6 and 12. I get it, mathematician. You should have been an engineer. Anyway, it doesn't matter because if, if they win two <laughs> two games, they're in, bro. Promise you. You hey, can't promise me anything, dude. Five no, quad one wins is a very good amount of quad one How, wins. More than last year. You need to go be on. You need to go be on some of these national. Hey, but hold on. Can hey, guess what? what? Hold on. Hold on. Guess what, what though? You have five quad one wins. Guess what type of games your next two are? Quad one. Every what game's a quad say, one. Say, one can someone tell me the definition of a quad one opponent? What does a quad one opponent mean? Huh? What does a quad one? You don't opponent know what that is? Is it like top twenty-five or what? No, it's like no. They're they're based in quads basically. Depending on where you're ranked, it's a quad. And it's not, 
if you play a team in quad two on the road, it could be a quad one win. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Well, well is there a better chance? That, hey, is there a better chance they win their next two or lose the next two? Lose. Lose. Well, obviously lose. lose but... Oh my goodness, man, dude, the biggest. Who win? Was that Brody? Yes, you know it was Brody. Brody. Okay. What? Always on this freaking hey, drinking hey, the Kool-Aid, man. Hey, hold on, hold on. Like, there is a tendency after OU puts out a great performance, they go back down to earth and put out an awful performance. They, they didn't. Hey, they didn't play after well. After Alabama, and after they only they scored 60 points. They only scored Jacob Grove saved the day. They just played so good defensively, too. The fact yeah. that they won that game with Grant Sherfield playing the way they did is just been- No, but he's, 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 he's good, right? He's good. He's consistent, right? He's a good Most player. Don't, you guy, don't right? have this argument. You don't want to have this you? argument, Hunter. Why Grant, don't he, he, you? You can't say play. he's What's consistent, your You man. think Sherfield sucks? You think the third best three-point he, shooter in hey, sucks? Okay, he's you're hyping him up on this, but hey, You think listen. the guy who almost beat Texas for us sucks? You think someone who got us 28 points against Texas on the road? Would don't just say the good games, Brody. Yeah. Okay. The consistency is the issue, Brody. I can do that, Brody. One hey, night hey, and then he, the he consistently back. gets you over 10 points. He averages 16 points. Hey, hey Brody, right now. Brody. Over 10 points. Hey, Brody, stop talking with your hands. Uh, were you the guy, Brody, last year who bashed Umoja Gibson every game? Yeah, because he wasn't aggressive at all. He was – wait, Brody, he scored over 10 a game, like you just said, Sherfield. He was way Gibson, more clutch. You want to talk about consistency? Gibson was way less consistent. Uh, Emoji Gibson won OU like three straight games scoring 30, yeah. bud. Hey, hey, you you're insane, Brody. You the game against Texas Tech. And, and guess how many games Emoji Gibson lost for them? Zero. A lot. Way no, more he than didn't. Three. What? Yes, he did. Brody, Emoji you Gibson, are, you don't know what Gibson would be insane, and then he'd just go fall off a cliff for the next two games. I mean, because he didn't get the ball. No, that's he's a better shooter, Gibson or Sherfield. Gibson. Gibson. Wow. Wow. Look at who's number one in the nation, Brody. Not Gibson. Who's made the most threes in the nation? Gibson. Okay. Most Thank threes you. in the nation. Thank oh, you. at DePaul. Thank you. Oh, my Thank gosh. You. At DePaul. You put Grant Sherfield at DePaul, he'd be that's way better true. than Gibson. That's a bad Grant, statement. Grant that's Sherfield would have been played in the conference. Sherfield would shoot way better than Gibson at DePaul. And guess what? Grant Sherfield in the best conference in the country. Wait, James, best and Brody, Gibson James. played in it. Best, Gibson best, played in the conference. Right, this is the best conference of all time. And guess what? Emoja Gibson playing in the weakest conference. That are all out of all. Hey the Brody, shut your mouth for a Emoji second. Gibson Brody only shoots point three better than Grant. Wait, wait Emoji Brody, Gibson is what in was Gibson? Power Five Conference? Brody, I didn't even know the Paul. No, hey, Brody, what, go look up Gibson's percentage last year, Brody. Huh? Go look up Gibson's percentage at OU. All right, last two years in the Big Twelve. I, I don't know how you're trying to defend a guy who the past two games has been twenty three percent from the field. I don't know why oh, you're trying to defend two games. Him. Like, come on. It's oh, a they matter. issue. Like, Wait, you can say no, 16 points a game. The comparison all you, you just made about emoji gets. All right, we're, we're talking to the guy who's got his profile picture with Grant Gibson this year. Emoji Gibson this year from three. I don't want to hear this year. This year. I want to hear Big 12 years. This Big year, 42.8. Year. Big 12 years. 39.0. Where? Last year? 1.1. Wait. What's your field? Wait, yeah, what is Sherfield? He's Let's like 45 or something. Hey, so with Sherfield, just looking game no, by game what stat. What is Sherfield in Big 12 play? 80%. Not in Big 12 play. Wait, stop, stop. Every That's all year, bro. Take away Sherfield's conference percentage, not non-conference play. Does exactly. It doesn't matter. It does it matter. It does matter. Hey, with Sherfield, so annoying, though, you, you look at the game. Sherfield's a better shooter. Hey, that's a lie. Hunter, what's your statement with Sherfield? Okay, so the games looking at games we've lost, narrow margins of loss. Uh, Sherfield, three point loss to Iowa State, four points. That's a problem. He's the best player on the team, and he only scores four. Uh, the one point loss to Texas, he had 22, but how many did he have in the second half? It was like, oh, it's you. He had zero in the second it half. It does matter, dude. And then uh-huh. Baylor. Two point loss. How many points from Grant Sherfield? Eight. Oh, 10. Oh, wait a minute. Like, hey, Jeremy, 
How many games? Mojo Gibson, is he more consistent than Sherfield? When are we talking, Brody? Last season. Him in the Big 12 compared to Sherfield now. I never said Gibson was consistent. Is he more consistent than Sherfield, yes or no? I, I don't know. I have the numbers in front of me, Brody. I'm it doesn't matter. You. I'm asking you, is Gibson more consistent than Sherfield? I'll say Gibson was way more clutch than Sherfield, yes. Consistent. What does consistent mean, Brody? Tell me. You know what it means. Is okay, I, I'm going to say I'm going to say I'm going to say Gibson was inconsistent. But if I do, you have to say Sherfield is, dude. What about what, what, about, you, Brody, what about you? Have your profile picture. You have your profile picture with Sherfield. Gibson zero points. What about Oklahoma State when he had two? What about Texas when he had seven? What about TCU when he had hey, nine? Brody, what about Brody, Texas go to the last five games of his life. What about West Virginia when he had eight? Okay, I'm gonna. I'm going to go leave for a second. I'm going to go pull up every game this year and do the same thing. You're Can I say something? Your profile, your profile picture is with Grant Sherfield. It's all you care about. It's ridiculous. Jeremy, oh, you have a man. poster of Emoji Gibson on your wall. We no, I don't. I don't. You, we haven't I done don't. one podcast. We haven't talking about Oklahoma. Can I ask you about Marcus Major, Jeremy? Let me ask you a question here, okay? For some reason, and I just will never understand it, why do we talk about players that are not at OU anymore? I don't get it. They, he, Gibson has nothing to do with this year's team. Why are we still talking about Emoja Gibson every podcast? It's a good question. Brody, you're part of it too. You always compare him to Sherfield. Did I bring him up? You always bring I think it up. You did, actually. <laughs> uh, anyhow, bring it up. Tran- transitioning away from uh, OU basketball uh, to OU baseball. They picked up their first series win of the year against Ryder today in run rule. Uh, they won 11 to one, uh, really good game. Bats are starting to come alive for the Sooners. Uh, yesterday, first game back into the chaos mold of OU baseball. Uh, and then looking at the leaders on the team, Anthony McKenzie, just like I, I said it kind of jokingly today that he kind of had a down day because he went one for three, and including a home run. So, uh, But on the year, he's what? I think 15 for 29 with nine stolen bases on 10 attempts. He got caught stealing for the first time today. That's just unreal. That's over 500 for uh, Sooners' first baseman, and able to steal nine bags in, what, now eight games? Like, that's over one a game. That's just – it's crazy. This team, uh, if they can get into some stride going into the road trip this week uh, to Texas. They got Arlington, UT Arlington on, uh, I think, Wednesday. And then they got the three-game uh, Frisco College Baseball Classic. So, there they have three Power Five opponents. First game up is a tough one, Cal. California Bears, uh, they just beat Stanford, who, if you don't know, is ranked number two in the country right now. So, yeah, when you beat a team like that, it's, you're pretty legit. So, Sooners, obviously last year had the slow start, but the end story was Omaha. And this year, slow start, 4-4 four and four right now, not where you wanted to be. You wanted to be 8-0 right now or 7-1, somewhere in there. But to get a series win today after dropping game one, can't ask for much more. Yeah, that's for sure. I mean, hey, I cannot speak of much saying how good this team is, even though I do in the text threads sometimes, because I have not watched many of the games, okay? I will say last year's team did get off to a sole start, as you said, Hunter. I know that they didn't pick it up to, like, what was it, the 50th game of the year maybe or something like that. And, and then they just got extremely hot at the right time. Now – I don't know much about this team. I don't know how good the talent is, but I know last year on last year's team, wait, was it like eleven MLB guys? I yeah, think. eleven guys drafted to the MLB draft, most in the country. Tennessee was the unanimous number one pretty much all year until it mattered, and they didn't make it to Omaha. Anyhow, they had ten guys drafted, so OU. Wow. Uh, didn't even get to host a regional and had the most guys drafted, wow, including the number seven overall pick and Kate Horton to the Chicago Cubs. So, obviously, there's a lot of holes on this team, but 
Once again, Skip Johnson killed the transfer portal. Dakota Harris was a Tennessee commit. Now he's wow. wearing the crimson and cream. He's been playing good. Yeah, he's clutch. Like there's mm-hmm. he 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 gets the hit when it matters. He scores the runs. Uh Anthony McKenzie, I still can't get over how well he's playing right now. I think yeah. yesterday, I think it was four for four at one point, and then he finished four for five. So and then like today. I, I've said it if you've read any of my articles. You cannot win when you're leaving double-digit runners on base. You can't. If you're leaving over 10 runners on base every single game, you're going to lose. And today, first time all year that they weren't even close to that mark. They left one on base. That's why they got the run rule in seven innings, 11-1. to And then today, also, another struggle has just been getting the bats to – come alive, get hits, all that. Because OU, we hit two home runs today. That's great. But we're not a team that mm. has to hit the long ball to win the game. Uh, if you hit one, that's great. But this team's going to get base hits. They're going to bunt for singles. They're going to steal bases. And, and they're going to just – I mean, that's why they call it chaos. I mean, it's the defense's worst nightmare when you're having to defend this team because everyone on the team is going to be able to steal a base, even the catcher. How's the catcher stealing bases when they're spending 90% of their life crouched down? They probably won't be able to walk by the time they're 60. Anyhow, they still do it. This team is just that, – that's how it's been with Skip Johnson. They're going to continue to be that. And then hey, you look at the guys. Well, go ahead. Jay. I was just going to ask you a question because uh, you'd probably be the best one to answer this. Yeah. Um, so one thing we haven't seen since they're 4-4, four and four, and the way the games have played out, do they have that go-to closer this year? Because you really haven't it, got to see it much, you know? Yeah, uh, I thought Aaron Calhoun was going to be that guy. He was good game one of the year, and since then he's struggled. Uh, I, I like Carter Campbell out of the pen a lot. He's really impressed me. And uh, these past two games, really, another thing, the offense has been well, obviously, on the offense as well, you're going to win games. Yeah. But back-to-back games of only using two pitchers. So mm-hmm. yesterday we had five innings from – I can't even remember who started. And then today we had six innings from Brass, Braxton Dothwit. So uh, to get uh, six innings from him and then one inning from Gray Harrison out of the pen, uh, you can't ask for much more. Yeah. Yep, and also I'm going to say, I think a guy that – I know I haven't watched many of the games from things I've seen. A guy that is underperforming a lot is John Spikerman. Like, I think he's about – He hasn't really – He played better today, didn't he? Yeah, uh, I, I was starting to get to it. Uh, Spike, uh, not many knew it, uh, is a switch hitter this year. Last year he only batted lefty because of an injury he had, so he couldn't bat from the right side. Anyhow, uh, today, every single player had a hit except for one. And that was Kendall Pettis, our nine-hole hitter. But he got on base three times by walk. So, you're getting on base. Uh, one runner left on base. Uh, this is what you want. And it, this would be a really good early test uh, when you see Cal ba- uh, Cal California Bears. Keep wanting to say Cal Baptist because that's who we played opening weekend. Uh down in Frisco, so you get them Friday. Would love to get that win, and then you also have two other Power Five opponents. Uh, team who won the national championship two years ago in Mississippi State, and then closing out the weekend with Ohio State. So early season, uh, kind of a round robin, if you call it. Uh, sadly, twenty five dollars to watch it this weekend. So, and I don't even think you get Toby Rowland or Taylor Maples on the call because. That's it's scary. all through D1 baseball. So I'll probably end up buying it for Saturday and most of Sunday. So uh, got to win these games, really. But it, it does feel nice regardless to get a, a series win finally. When, when does conference play? How many games do they play uh, before conference? It, so conference Average. play baseball, in my opinion, is weird on – it's not like strictly non-conference and then conference. Yeah. It kind of yeah. – hobbles around so just uh, previewing the schedule they got following the 
road trip to Texas. I got UNLV in a midweek doubleheader, or not doubleheader, just two games. So on a Tuesday, then Wednesday the next day. Then they go to Houston for a three-game series and then play a single-game series versus Wichita State. And then they play their first uh, series in conference play against TCU, who is now the eighth-ranked team in the country. Uh, mm-hmm. Last weekend, they beat Arkansas in run-rule fashion. Uh, I think it was 18-6 to six that game. Mm-hmm. And, well, and you want to say Arkansas is bad. Arkansas is the ninth team in the country. And the next day, they went and beat Oklahoma State 18-1. to one. So, uh, yeah, TCU's going to be a good team again. They pretty much always are. So, mm. Big 12 will be interesting. I do think the Sooners will host a regional this time. I think this team has a lot of the same mold as they did last year where they're going to start to catch fire because I know Jackson said it earlier. They, they didn't, they weren't great until game 50. Yeah, that's true. But they were, they were a team you could see just watching it. They beat OSU. I think they won at Tulsa. And then I think they won a home game against OSU to split the series overall. I believe I could be wrong on that last year. So you could kind of see the flashes of, okay, this team, it just, if they get the opportunity to make the tournament that they could go, go a ways and then they go all the way to Omaha. So uh, it's going to be a fun year of baseball for sure. Definitely can't count them out after a four and four start. And I think the best is yet to come. Yeah. it's. I don't talk much about baseball because honestly, I don't follow it till it gets uh, closer to playoffs or till postseason. Uh, uh, that's, that's why I've been pretty much silent over here. Yeah, I also have heard that something's been going on. I was confused when you guys were laughing in the middle of me talking. So I was well, wondering if it's I like said we stopped there. talking about Sherfield and Gibson, and then they text back and forth the whole time we're talking here about Sherfield and Gibson numbers. It's like you guys cannot get over it, man. I, yeah, okay. yeah, I was confused. On what? The difference is, I, I would admit that I was a, a Gibson fan. It's just sickening to hear Brody, who, by the way, Brody, I, I can bring the text message up when you said Sherfield sucks all year. So you might as well go and stop. And then you wouldn't even know what consistency, consistency was if it hit you in the head five times. Wait, but, but Jeremy, you did say fire Porter Moser. I'm not, everyone that's said that. Me and Brody. Uh, that's I said the difference. It too, and, and I said it, and I'm not turning away from it. I'm Dang, not going to shy away games, from my like, my. Action. I did say I did say Sherfield got a C for his performance yesterday. That's I mean. No, you said I, Sherfield sucked halfway through the year. You said he was awful. I'd give him a C for his performance against Iowa State. He did, and there's a report card that, uh, if you have not been following along, is on SurgeSportsNetwork.com. All mm-hmm. of our articles, all of our content. It's all there in one place for you. Well, speaking of articles and stuff, you know, we'll be starting to cover football soon. And I, I don't know if we – I don't think we've done an actual podcast together since this has happened. But Brent Venables opened up media to all players. I don't know if you guys followed along with that like I did. But, but I mean, there were some interesting comments made by Brent Venables. So, I don't know, Brody. What was one of them, Jackson? Yeah, what well, was that – I would say there's four guys playing Cheetah, apparently. Yeah, Justin Harrington, Peyton Bowen, and Reggie Pearson. All well, that's what he hey, said. But... I'll take any of the four, okay, yeah. on the Cheetah. I agree. So. Bob Stoops is playing tonight, guys. In the XFL. How do you feel about the league? Cause oh, I- is, he a play- oh. is he a player coach now? I didn't know that. Come on, Jay. You know what I'm talking about. If we're going to criticize people, just wait till we play this back. Because I, I, I started earlier talking about how we're in Oklahoma and facing some storms and the storms are brewing. Well, no one would have to even know that it's Sooner Surge. They just have to listen to you for about three seconds because you use Oklahoma's most famous word 12 times. Y'all. Who? Who? You, you said you. y'all. I'm just glad y'all can. <laughs> y'all, y'all. Okay, what I do you have that word a lot. What's wrong with that? What? 
Jeremy, 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 well, you need to get. Hey, it's, it's why Jeremy. you're not the lead editor, Jay. Jeremy, 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 okay, for the next podcast. How's it going? You, you, so on, on your wall behind you, you have yeah. to have the word culture painted big. What? Huh? Oh, put the word culture. Yeah, I agree yeah. with you. Culture. Hey. I don't know if you guys have been keeping up with spring training, but have you guys seen uh, what happened yesterday in the new rules? Oh, yeah, the one where they ended the game with the pitch clock. Hate it. Hate it. I do like that they're trying to speed up the game, though. I don't like the rule. Rob Manfred is the worst commissioner. The worst commissioner is Rob Manfred. It's crazy that somebody's worse than Roger Goodell, but that's Rob Manfred. Adam Silver. Yeah, can Adam Silver be the commissioner of every? Adam Silver is good. Yeah, what he said. I like he Adam Silver. Oh, I said he was awful, Hunter. Oh, I, I it lagged. I thought you said he's awesome. Hey, man. the Royals are two and zero in spring training, baby. Oh yeah, yeah. So, man, the Royals are gonna go. Hey, Captain baby. I, I have a question for Jackson. Uh, today I sent the thing. Manny Machado extension, 11 years, $350 million. And you're saying he is overpaid. That was Jay, yeah. Oh, Jackson okay. Here's the thing I want to say. Every single athlete in all of sports is overpaid. Agree. Disagree. Jason. Disagree. 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 You look at the profit margin. Love and you get paid millions of dollars for it. But I, I can't. That doesn't mean you're overpaid. Because some players. Hey, Jackson. Here, Doug. Here, Doug. Does Kawhi Leonard get forty million a year right. for, for playing twenty games a year? Hey, Jackson. Yeah. Do you think doctors should make more money than professional athletes? Yes. Yes, because they save people's lives. Well, can they hit home runs? Four fifty dead center. Dude, what would you rather have? <laughs> I'm, um, joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. Dude, calm down. I'm joking. Hey, Anyhow, you deal. know who the most underpaid people in America are? Teachers. He's gonna say Thank teachers. Yes, teachers. It's facts. Hey, you get well. Some teachers. Hey, some of them oh, be fired. Some <laughs> teachers suck. No, I don't. I work in the summer. Hey, let me say something real quick about this. About this comment about the under, overpaid and underpaid. I said they're all overpaid, but here's the deal. In reality, they are not overpaid if you look at the money that comes into those sports, okay? They are overpaid, in my opinion, of being paid to play baseball. I think they're overpaid. But with the money that comes in, just go look at soccer nationally. These soccer guys get so much money, mm-hmm. it's because they bring in money. If if they're bringing money in, Yeah, the owners don't in, take as much in paid. soccer. I mean, that's, that's really what I'm getting at. And with Machado, like, really – Arguably, could be making more money because I, I don't. Do you guys know how many third basemen are in the Hall of Fame? I would say three: Brooks Robinson, right? I, I'm not. Yeah, I think he is in the Hall of Fame. I'm pretty sure, positive, almost. Uh, anyhow, there's only nine in the Hall of Fame, Damn and this well. generation has two future Hall of Famers and Nolan Arenado and Manny Machado. So it, uh, it is way uh, too early to say either one of those guys are Hall of Famers. No. Look at their stats, Jeremy. It is way too early to say either one of those hey, guys are Hall of Famers. Bobby Witt Jr. That is crazy to say. Wow. Arenado just Arenado Arenado is one of the best players in all of baseball. I didn't yeah. say he's not. Longevity boys. Longevity. He's won ten. He's been good. Gold gloves years. and platinum gloves. He's a Hall of Famer. Here, but you want to know who? Would, thinks he's only you want to know two years? Yeah, he, 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 he thinks he's only been in the league for two years. <laughs> so Manny Machado's been in the league for ten years. A guess what? Guess what his career batting average is, Jeremy? Probably three twenty. No, it's two ninety eight. There's only one active player. With a 300 batting average, and he's a Philadelphia Philly Trey Turner shortstop. Jeremy, uh, a career yeah. batting average of 320. Yep. Like, yeah, that's insane. That's insane. I, I, that's like, I, I was <laughs> using hyperbolic language to show that he's not as good as everyone thinks. You are not. You don't know. <laughs> no, you were not. No, you yeah, I was. What were you saying? You're just talking to talk like, ooh. Mm, that's and no one are not the been in the there, league. Buddy. That is One year left, and guess what? His batting average. Who's? Arenado. What? Two ninety three. 
Oh, hey, Hunter, best hitter of Hunter, best hitter of all time, major leagues. Go. Pete Rose. Who do you he, say, Jeremy? What's the face for? I, Pete Rose would be one or two. There's another Where guy who'd that? be one or two also. Who? Tony Gwynn. Tony Gwynn. Yeah. Look at the amount of hits that he had off of like Ted Williams. Like, do you realize Tony yeah. Do you realize Tony Gwynn? Really Tony Gwynn could have Did you see the stat the other day? Tony Gwynn could have gone 0 for 1199 and still been above 300. Yeah, that's unreal. That's unbelievable. And guess what guys? He didn't do the dope either. Dude, I I hate that. Nobody did dope. Hey boys, he ain't you no dope either, boy. Hey, the greatest baseball player of all time is Barry Bonds, and it's not even an argument. Yeah, oh my, it's Barry Bonds. That I disagree with that. I highly disagree. Who's better? Who's better? <laughs> better baseball player. Than Babe Ruth. He's gonna say Babe Ruth. Pete Ruth. Pete Rose is better. I, I would I would say Babe Ruth because did Barry Bonds pitch? I, I might have missed something. Did he pitch? Dude. Babe Ruth. Babe Ruth on a 200-foot fence like softball girls. No, play. Babe Ruth. It's not even – the fence wasn't like that necessarily. They did had polo ground. Well, hey, did yeah, pitch? he did. At, did Barry Bonds no, pitch? no. But Babe Ruth, beginning of his career, pitched and then stopped. Anyhow, because he, was he, too fat. he, he played in an era that was – really there was only like two pitches. Uh, there was no – her, there wasn't a, the movement that you have now with pitches. So there was also uh, no I, juice balls either. Oh my! <laughs> there, there was I no agree. juice balls there when Barry Bonds played. There was no juice balls when Barry Bonds played. Yeah, yeah there were. And he was on steroids. Pete Dude, Rose is better than I, Barry Bonds. I hate no, the, steroids the, the steroids thing. Is over. I'm going to give you a name, Hunter, and you tell me where this guy ranks in the all time of baseball, and that'll kind of help prove a point. Brady Anderson. I don't know who that is. Well, he hit 65 home runs in the in the Sure did. Years. Baltimore Oriole leadoff hitter, bro. 60-something home Juiced ball <laughs> and juiced boys, okay? Yep. Who's Brady Anderson? That's our point. Who's Brady Anderson? Oh, he hit as many home runs as Barry Bonds. That's Jay's point. Yeah. Anyway, that's a good question, though. No, it's just the the steroid era saved baseball, and and the there's people. Uh, you're kind of seeming like one that thinks these guys shouldn't be in the Hall of Fame. Uh, it's just crazy. Can't erase this era of baseball. It saved the game, and right now with the whole pitch clock thing, it's kind of killing the game, in my opinion. Yeah, you can argue for shorter games, all that. But do something different. Don't do a pitch clock to where you're really going to call a strike on a batter for not getting in the batter's box in time. Nomar would be. Hey, Hunter, are you a traditionalist? With baseball? Are you a traditionalist, Hunter? Uh, yes and no. Depends. I am, but uh, what about the Savannah Bananas, guys? Should yeah, we make... I like the Savannah Bananas. I like the Savannah Bananas. Do you think we should make things like they're doing it? Like Harlem Globetrotters? Not that would be entertainment to the game for parents to take kids to to watch. Hey, Jay, you're games. right, though. Jay, you're right. Do what you're doing, Jay, and I'll do one, too. No more. Yeah. Bad you know, it, they, they brought it upon themselves when it takes them an hour to get in the batter's box, guys. No, but I, I hate You know how rule. you fix this problem? You don't do the timing. If they don't step in the box, the pitcher You can pitch it. the ball. Exactly. No, you can beat uh, them. I would be for that. No. I agree. Beat them. <laughs> no, the but okay. <laughs> so, John, you want a shorter That's game, correct? I said I'm not I'm not for I mean, I'm for trying to shorten the game. I think that would be okay. Okay, so when there's a crucial game, possibly a playoff game wild card, where the game's decided by a called strike or a called I don't ball like the new rule, determines Hunter. the game. Hunter, I don't like the new rule. I never well, said you, I did. You said you want the game to be shortened. Yeah, Hunter, and the way you do it is, is the pitcher should get on the mound it. and pitch the ball. Yeah. You want to know the ways it. to fix it? Well, I know a way to fix it. First off, in between innings is too long. Second yep. off, the, the amount of times you go out there and talk to a pitcher is too long. They need to fix that. Third off, the amount of warm-ups the pitchers get before they play an inning is way too long. I don't – yeah, I don't get the whole in between before... innings. Hey, okay. what's wrong with 
what's wrong with warming up on the side before coming out there to pitch? Why do you have to go throw warm-ups Whoa. and throw the ball around for 10 minutes? I mean, They would have to completely redesign every big league ballpark to no, get a bullpen. No, there's ways around it. There's ways around it. You would have to get a bullpen close to the dugout so the starting pitcher. It, if you well, want to change something, you could also change the foul balls. If you have two strikes on, you only get a certain amount of foul balls or you strike out. That's, that is, that, stop. That's softball rule. Stop. That is such – no, they can fix this by, yes, eliminating times between innings, uh, shortening commercials. Some of the time you, – you guys don't even realize this. Some of the time between innings is not due to pitches between innings or anything like that. This is due to the networks wanting commercial breaks to last so long. You can shorten commercial breaks and make the game more accessible. Or, or, or I have an idea to fix this. You hire a, hire a different commissioner. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, that, that could do it. Hey, I know we got to close here in a minute, but before we do, I got I to ask one more question on baseball in this because I don't know if the rule has been talked about. Is there a rule on how many times you can throw over to a base as a pitcher? I do think they need to adapt you, something like there's that. Some, games, some of it's if ridiculous. If you get a fast on first, they look over there like 10 times. It's like, yeah. Go, You're not going to get it majority of the time with a guy like that. Like, yeah. and, uh, no, they need to really just MLB TV. I, I don't know the cost off the top of my head. I know the monthly price; it's twenty five a month. Obviously, if you buy the year, it's cheaper. But guess what? What you buy it like for Jay and Brody, you guys and Jeremy as well. Favorite team is Kansas City Royals. You want to watch them with MLB TV? Guess what? You can't. Blackout. They are blacked out. They got to eliminate blackout. You got to make. Why were there so many Cubs fans in the nineties? Because it was on WGN. Why was there so many Braves fans in the nineties? Because you could watch every single game. You got to bring it back. It's yep. ridiculous. Bring back Agreed. WGN. Bring back uh, TBS Sports for the Braves every single day. Bring back just normal baseball. Make the game. You I you want to get kids involved. You're afraid that the game's going to die but you're too stuck up trying to make money off of MLB TV that you won't even let people watch their local teams. Yep. Yeah, I agree. It's ridiculous. I agree. Well, guys, I'm going to have to – I got to go watch my, my weekly show, boys. Outer yeah. Banks. Yeah. Jay's got to go watch no. Outer Banks. The last of Dude, Outer Banks is so good. Dude, you didn't Dude, even we do play the game. Take? Can we do a double take on why Outer Banks is so bad? Jeremy, I'm surprised you don't watch it to relate to us at school, man. I, I've never watched it because I think it's the same thing as all Americans. So they're all the same. Whoa! All right. Whoa! All right, buddy. Right, you gotta wrap this up. Such a man uh, born in out. the '80s comments right there. Hunter, close us out. He wasn't man. born in the '80s, Jackson. Seventies. Seventies. Yep. Yeah. Oh, he's older than I thought. 40 percentage points higher than Grant Sherfield's shooting percentage. But go ahead, Hunter. Also, 40 percentage points higher than Moja Gibson. So. Yep. Yeah. All right. That's we can go all day on this stuff. Uh, once again, Surge Sports Network is now live. You can go. find this podcast on there. You can find all of our game recaps on there. You can find all of our opinion pieces on there. And the eventual goal, as we said before, is to expand to a national level. But that cannot happen unless we have writers. So if you are interested, you are an aspiring sports journalist or sports broadcaster, you can apply to write with us on our page. All you have to do is fill out that Google form under the – what's the page called, Brody? Uh, Want to join our team. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I couldn't remember what us. we called it. Good Something job, like man. that. Something along those lines. So, uh, you fill out that form. We'll get back with you. Uh, really, really excited about the future. of Not only the Sooner Surge, but our new endeavor, Surge Sports Network. All right. All right. All right. Boomer. Boomer. Boomer.